0: Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in and listening to this week's episode of The Walk It Off Show with Candy and Ryan. I am Ryan as always, and I'm joined by the wonderful and awesome Candy. Hello. And this week we're going to talk to you guys a little bit about letting different types of wolves into your lives. And that can be situational wolves, people can even be wolves at times in your families and relationships at work, and how to trap the wolves and get rid of them from your life and help them scurry off to elsewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so our little story, parable, that we've been talking about lately is one that I read in a book. Um, And it's an Eskimo tale about a wolf that's been terrorizing this guy's livestock And so what he does is he takes a sharp knife and he dunks it in blood and he lets it freeze. Of course, course, because Eskimos only live where it's cold, so it freezes. And then he (laughs) does that again and again and again until he's got this nice blood popsicle. And then he goes and he puts the handle of the knife firmly into the ground. And then the wolf smells the blood and comes and he starts licking it because he lusts for the blood and he just keeps looking at it and looking at it and before you know it his tongue is numb from the popsicle if you will but then after a while he has the flavor of blood in his mouth and he gets down to the blade and he slowly just keeps licking and licking and he already has that flavor of blood in his mouth so he doesn't realize that what he's doing is actually cutting himself and he cuts his tongue to ribbons and he, you know, he he just licks the whole time, but when he finally realizes what he's done, it's too late, and so then he just lays down next to this knife and dies.
1: The end. <laughs> Have a good, good night. night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrap. Uh,
1: the chapter was talking about lust, mm-hmm. so letting in like pornography and lusting mm-hmm. after you know other women. It's a a men's um bible study book.
0: Mm-hmm. And even in the book he talks about not necessarily lusting after women because even if you're if you're good on that front of your life you can lust after, you know, that new bass boat. You can be lustful over a new truck. You can, you know, Lust for a promotion at work or, you know, those kind of things. It's not always a sexual thing, even though that's what we most often tie it to. Mm -hmm. But there's... And not
1: that any, like, bass boat is great, but if that's what's filling up your life. Mm -hmm. And so really not becoming complacent to certain things in your life that are filling it up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, alcohol... Pop-Tarts, Netflix, Netflix. (laughs) Um, being able to really take a look at your life. So last week we challenged you to write down everything that you do in a day and get rid of the things that don't serve you. And this is a similar idea that you, are you making yourself numb in some way to the point where you don't real even realize what it's it's killing parts of you or it's killing parts of your family or the way that you live your life so taking a look and identifying some of those things that you might be numb to at this point because you've just been to be gross licking them <laughs> licking them for so mm-hmm. long that you yeah. don't even realize anymore that yeah. that's what's causing that thing
0: what is your proverbial popsicle that mm-hmm. once you get to that popsicle stick you're just so numb from whatever that is that you're now just you're cutting yourself and you don't realize it cuz you've you have become you know quote unquote numb to porn or just going after the next promotion at work and not, never being satisfied with what you have and just always wanting more and more and more.
1: So for us, we had talked about this a little bit last night because we are doing sober 24. So we're not drinking this whole year, which we've gone for long stints of not drinking before. Don't think that we drink every night or that we were drinking every night before, but we were drinking more than we should. And it was numbing us. And then even last year when we did 75 hard and stuff where we're like, you know, we weren't drinking during that time, obviously, um, we were finding other ways to numb ourselves. So even though you exchange one thing for the other, it doesn't make it right. And it doesn't make it so that you're actually living your fullest, most purposeful life. And for us, you know, focusing on our relationship with God and our each other and our family, and making that the center, the center um, of our lives, and so we just realized really yesterday because we're in a really pissy mood.
0: Mm-hmm. We're like,
1: "What is you know what's going on really?" Because we're like almost done with phase two. We're on day twenty
0: 20- six. I think. Six, yeah. Let me seven need to look. So well, we
1: have four days left, three days after now that, yeah, 27. We're on 27, yep. So three days left basically now because we're done with our tasks for today. And so we're like, it's stupid because we've just been doing it and we've been doing fine and we just didn't want to do it anymore yesterday. And we realized that we had been numbing ourselves for so long looking for this crutch or that crutch to... Like, make us feel better about our move, about the changes that we've had in our lives in the last year, especially Um, making the big move to a new town and a new state with new jobs. And uh, everything is a little less new now, but it just, now that things are settling out a little bit since we've been here and we're getting deeper and more in relationships and uh, learning new things and becoming new people. We, we hadn't given ourselves the opportunity to actually feel it because we had been numbing ourselves for so long. And then by the time we got to that point, we're just like, Oh my gosh, we were just numbing ourselves and figuring out different ways to keep ourselves busy up to this point. Mm-hmm. And so actually getting to the point of feeling we're like, Ooh, this is, this is a little bit challenging. And I think you can do that same thing with, you know, the, the food that you eat. Like we talk about diet on here a lot cause that's a big part of our lives. And you know, you, you f- eat these certain things to make you feel better and anything that you're doing outside of, like, healthy coping mechanisms, praying, mm-hmm. exercise, and all of it needs to be in balance. Mm-hmm. And when you get outside of balance, you're not ever dealing with the things you need to deal with.
0: Yeah, and it's it's hard to to know, like, oh, I'm just, you know, trading you know, this popsicle for some pop tarts, <laughs> so to speak, you know, you're, you're trading one thing for the other, like Candy was, you know, kind of talked about where like last year I, we decided we were going to do, um, the dry, dry January. January. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I want to see if I can do a whole quarter. So like, I just, just like, you know, if you were, if you've been listening for a while, like I just decided, you know, the December before the year started of twenty. Two that I wanted to do, uh, a five k a day for the whole year, like just I was I read like a chapter in a book about (laughs) a guy that did um, fifty Ironmans in fifty days in fifty states. Uh, If you're interested in the book, it's Redefined Impossible by James Lawrence, The Iron Cowboy. Great book, Uh, guy's awesome, but
1: might encourage you to do some crazy stuff. Yeah,
0: so I just like I just decided to, to. do the five the K's and then similar to back to my, my original point there. Um, I was like, well, I want to see if I can do a dry quarter. And so March came and was like, okay, cool. How, how long can I go? And then I went, I think it was 156 days and Candy and I had a, a day. I think we both just had the day off or something. The kiddos had school and we won a little hike and I was like, you know, a beer sounds good. So had I think two beers that day. Mm-hmm. Just I felt like it. And so but getting, you know, back to the point of trading one thing to the other, my nutrition and diet I was I wasn't drinking as much for that first hundred and fifty six days, but I was drinking a lot more pop. Or as they say here in Idaho, soda. <laughs> um, and then I also like was looking for a lot more sweets, which is more or less how I was as a kid. Cookies and chips and pop were were my thing that I'd always you know turn to for for snacks, and that's what I was, you know, I was trading my proverbial popsicle with,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that wasn't good. And then that's when we started our round of seventy five hard last year. Uh, in March, that was like okay. Like uh, now's is, now's is time to to like really buckle down and made me think a lot more about about what what we're talking about tonight. And like Candy said, we kind of just talked about it last night, and that was a uh, an aha light bulb moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and it's just thinking about that wolf, like. He had no idea what he was doing to himself. And I think a lot of times when we're in those situations, we have no idea the damage we're causing ourselves or others. Mm -hmm. And so being able to take that time, we're like, okay, I need to really do some self-reflection. I need to spend some time figuring out, you know... And it's not just like giving up stuff. I think that that is a pretty impossible task if that's all you're wanting to do is give something up. Like, take alcohol. Okay, fine. Um, You're an alcoholic and you drink every day. So just deciding, like, well, I'm just not going to do that anymore. Okay, why? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Why is that? And What is it that's going to push you forward? Because if it's just a, I need to not do this anymore and that's why, that's not a very good why. So being able to really drill down on what that is and then figure out what you're going to replace it with. You need some sort of, just like they tell people to stop, you know, when they stop smoking, a lot of times people who stop smoking will chew a lot of gum or have a lot of suckers or, you know, they have to have something in their mouth or in their hand. So being able to replace that, finding something, some healthy habits, you know, maybe you need to read every day or you need to take up walking or exercise or whatever it is that you can find that is going to replace that. But before you can do that, you need to figure out what's your reasoning. What's the, what's the why that's going to continually push you on when you want to drink again, or when you want to smoke again, or when you want to go back to having cookies to make yourself feel better. It's all, we all have that numbing agent in our lives that all it's ever going to do is bring us down. It's never going to serve us. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that any of that stuff, I mean, it, it is all bad technically, but you know, you have a drink once in a while that's not bad. It's not a sin. Smoking, while it's bad for you, it's hard to not just have that, have, if you're smoking, you're probably going to smoke a lot. And then, you know, unhealthy food. Okay. You can have, you can have that under control where you'll have a cheat meal a week or you're eating food in moderate, you know, whatever kind of food in moderation, um, and keeping that balanced lifestyle, but if that's what you're using as your crutch and that's what you're leaning on when you don't want to feel your feelings, that's when it becomes a problem.
0: Mhm. Yeah. So, how do we I just want to switch it up here a little bit and talk about how we look for wolves, so to speak, in other areas of our lives. Mhm. Like, let's say in Any type of a a relationship, uh, whether it be... I guess work and personal can be a little bit different because while you spend all day with someone at work, you don't typically have to get, like, personally involved with them. Like, you need to, you know, say, work with them enough to get the job done and be hospitable-like. But, like, you don't have to go out and hang out after work you don't have to go fishing with them so how how do you look and keep an eye out for wolves
1: i think a big part of it is just that awareness like like we said last episode looking for things that are not serving us in our lives and looking for areas like maybe it's social media, you're spending way too much time just scrolling. Um, And it can even be at times, it can be good things where like I have to be at the gym every day for four hours. Well, you know, you're at work for eight hours and then you're at the gym for four hours. That doesn't leave much time for anything else at all. So, you know, are you feeding all of the areas of yourself? Are you feeding your heart, soul, mind, and body in those times? Or are you just feeding your body? And mm-hmm. then you're, you know, you have to work to pay your bills. So trying to find that balance in your life where you're like, like I'm doing the 30, well, when well, we're not on 75 hard, obviously, but the 30 minutes of activity. Of physical activity, 20 minutes of reading, and 10 minutes of writing, that that fills up my physical, um, emotional, intellectual self, where I'm not spending inordinate amounts of time on it, but I'm able to feed myself those things every day. So when you're starting to prioritize the good things in your life, a lot of times, those wolves, if you will, will kind of come out of hiding because you're going to be like, well, I don't have time for that thing anymore. Well, maybe that's good because Mm -hmm. maybe you shouldn't be doing that thing or you're spending too much time doing that thing. So mixing up your life a little bit, I think, too, uh, where you're saying, you know, if you're spending a lot of time watching TV, say, and then you decide you're going to do 75 hard, well, you don't have time to watch TV anymore. Uh, we can attest to that for sure. And so when you're, you are you kind of rearrange your life a little bit, we're like, I'm going to do such and such a challenge this month, or mm-hmm. I'm going to do, you know, you don't have to do 75 hard. We do it. We've found a lot of success in it mo- professionally. Um, We've never read books before, really. We've yeah. never, like, actually, like, I would read, but I'd never actually finish a book Um working out was never a very consistent thing. Now, if I don't work out, I'm like, ugh, just like, feel like I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. And you realize that not feeding that physical self is almost as detrimental as not feeding that emotional and intellectual self where you're not, you know, reading something, learning something new every day. If you challenge yourself to learn something new every day, you're going to learn so much about yourself and about the people around you and just i mean obviously learning but being able mm-hmm. to to refocus your life a little bit to where you're not just doing the same old stuff because i think that monotony that complacency that we all kind of fall into especially as adults with kids and you're just like i just don't have time to do anything and you tell yourself that well as few the more you tell yourself something the more it's going to happen like, I don't ever have time. I'm out of time. I'm completely stretched. I'm burning all the candles at all the ends. And so that's how you see your life. So you don't ever think, well, I, I have I have 20 minutes I could work out. I could take a walk while I talk on the phone. I could, you know, not have my camera on if that's allowed and go for a walk during this meeting. I'm going to be listening better anyways because I'm not going to be multitasking. You know, different things. If you are able to think outside of the box, even at work, it mm-hmm. can help you a ton because we just get so set in, well, I have to work eight to five and I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to, you know, take my lunch at this time and I have to eat this food. And, mm-hmm. you know, we just get into this rut. I come home, I make dinner, I watch TV. And then I get snacky. So then I have a snack and then I'm up till late and I never get any sleep because I'm on my phone. And, you know, we just get in these big cycles and it's that cycle of complacency that eventually we're going to bleed out from mm-hmm. because we're just so busy just licking that popsicle that we don't ever stop to think what is going on in our lives Why are we here? What is our purpose? What is our mission? What is going to keep us moving forward and doing something other than what we've done in the past or what our families did? Looking at that and breaking some of those like generational curses that have kept everybody in their place for years, that doesn't have to be you. You can do something different.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I'm thinking too, like how... I guess just thinking back to like old coworkers, how they always seem to like the drama and the mm-hmm. you know always, there's always something going on that they have to. And if you if you know anything about wolves, they don't usually just go and like attack. They like the chase. They like to let's just say like a, a pack of wolves and an elk herd. They like to pick off an elk. And then they get it to run. They're, they're nipping at it. They're biting at it. They don't, you know. They might actually bite it, bite it, but they're gonna, they're gonna get that elk to run, to get away from the other herd, to single it out, and then all that running, since they're built to run, it's gonna make that elk tired. And then they're gonna get all around it, and then they're gonna pounce, if you will. When having coworkers that are like that, that they just want to you know, kind of single you out, you know, pull you away from stuff. And they might not even be being mean about it, you know, like nipping at you, but they want to bring up the gossip. They want to bring up the drama and, you know, the whispers and all that <clears throat> to single you out, to just slowly drain you and drag you down and wear you out. And then, like, you you then become complacent with it. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's just how, how Bob talks. It's, you know, it's fine. You, you think you can ignore it. But you've become numb to that.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then every now and again you might chime in. And that's something that is, is difficult to work on, especially if it's the same frustrating person and you're trying to not let it get to you, mm-hmm. but it is and then you're getting pulled aside and talked about that person. And so that that's another, you know, quote unquote wolf that you have to watch out for and not become complacent to.
1: Well, and that's just the gossip, any of that stuff that's going out of control. So just keep track of the things that in your life that aren't serving you, that aren't pushing you forward and start building a list of your of your values and your why and what sort of things you want to stand for in your life. Because once you have that kind of clarity around those things, you're able to build on to something else. That's something that you guys have heard me talk about my coaching. That's one of the first things I do with my clients is work on their values and their mission, and then they can start building their purpose. And as they build that purpose then they're able to be more effective leaders, more effective humans, and they're able to move forward in their lives rather than just kind of hanging out in that complacency and that place of just kind of being rather than actually doing and becoming. You're, you're You're moving forward. So our verse of the day is 1 Corinthians 10, 12. Therefore, let anyone who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. So you're standing, you're doing your thing, you think everything's fine, but don't don't become complacent. Start paying attention and having awareness around the things that you do in your life lest you fall. Um, There's just so many things that can ensnare us. And keep us in our place. And we don't want to just be in our place. We want to be, uh, we want to fulfill our creation. We want to fulfill our God-given potential in our lives. We don't want to just, we don't want to just be and do and float on by. And next thing we know, we're knocking on death's door and have no idea what what we ever did with our lives so just do stuff <laughs> get somewhere thank you guys so much for listening to the walk it off show if you enjoyed our podcast today please share with your friends we are open to feedback and you can reach us at the walk it off show at com and on instagram at the walk it off show walk it off shake it off rub some dirt in it whatever you've got to do to overcome challenges every day Hope you all have a wonderful week.